Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Is it true that the number of people leaving the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints now is not much different than past history of the LDS Church? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Yesterday, we introduced an article that was written by Sharon Limbloom. She writes for our website. She has a column called Mormonism in the News. She wrote an article titled Everything That Matters Most in Mormonism, and it has to do with a fireside message that Dr. Bradley Wilcox, who is a professor at Brigham Young University, a talk that he gave in a fireside message to young people. And she gave her overview of what she thought about this, and I really encourage you to go look at that. If you want to find it, just simply go to mrm.org, and then everything that matters most in Mormonism, with a hyphen in between each of those words. But we're going to be going through the talk that Mr. Wilcox gave. We're going to go through it, not point by point and everything that he said, but some of the highlights of what he said. One thing I kind of liked about his talk, Eric, was that he made a very clear distinction between what his church teaches and believes as opposed to what we as New Testament Christians believe. I like it when Latter-day Saints do that. I've been saying that for over four decades. And I get a little weary sometimes when I hear Latter-day Saints make it sound as if there's not a whole lot of difference between our traditions when certainly there is. And Dr. Wilcox is going to make that very clear in this talk that he gave on February 6, 2022. We're going to go right into what he had to say. And first of all, what he does is he spends a lot of time at the beginning of his talk trying to sell FSY. Now, for those of us outside of the LDS Church, you might wonder, well, what in the world is FSY? Why does he assume that his audience knows what that means? Well, because most Latter-day Saint young people would know that that stands for For the Strength of Youth. And he was pushing a conference that at this time was coming up in the the future, and he was encouraging the youth that were listening to him that they would sign up for this. Now, these are conferences. I'm going to quote to you right from the official LDS Church's website, but they are events designed to help youth have fun as they apply the gospel in all aspects of their life. At FSY, youth will participate in five days of devotionals, classes, and activities which will help them strengthen their faith in Jesus Christ and feel joy and belonging as they live the gospel by engaging in inspired learning opportunities and wholesome social experiences. At face value, I don't think most would have a problem with any organization wanting to encourage their young people to have a growing faith in what that organization stands for, but I think it has to be clear. When they talk about living the gospel, of course, that's talking about the restored gospel that is unique to the LDS Church. When they talk about strengthening their faith in Jesus Christ, obviously, this is the Jesus Christ as defined by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
And as we're going to see, Dr. Wilcox does believe that what we think about that is very different than what his church teaches. But then he gets into the subject about people leaving the church. And this is really, I think, the main theme of what Dr. Wilcox is trying to accomplish with his audience of young people. He's going to try to, well, I guess you could even say scare them into staying in the church, because if you leave the church, you give up everything. He paints a very dire picture of what life is like outside of the LDS church. But he asks the question, how many of you have seen people who are no longer attending the church? What did he say there, Eric? How many of you know someone who used to go to church who no longer goes to the church? Raise your hands if you know somebody. Yeah, look at all those hands. Now, you can't see all the hands because the camera naturally is focused on Brad Wilcox, who's standing behind the pulpit. But what's interesting is there are four adults that are sitting behind him, and three of the four raise their hands. Now, if that's any indication of what was going on in the audience that we cannot see, It shows, at least from the three out of the four, that a majority, we could say, have noticed that a lot of people are leaving the church. Imagine if you are a family going to church on Sunday morning and you're noticing this family is no longer coming. That family is no longer coming. This family that you may have been close to is no longer coming. Don't you think that that would have some kind of negative psychological effect on the members that are still attending to see those that they were once close and friends with no longer attending the church as they are attending? The question would probably be raised in their mind, why aren't they here? What did they do? Or maybe, what do they now believe? Why do they believe that? But then Dr. Wilcox, I think, tries to put a happy face on this situation when he says our church is doing much better than many churches. And of course, the context is in leaving the church. What does he go on to say? Our church is weathering that storm than most churches, especially much better than most Christian churches. Now, I would like to know, how does Dr. Wilcox know that? How does he know that his church is weathering this storm of those leaving better than most churches? Now, I know there's statistics out there that show that many Christian churches are losing people. Many of them are in the mainline churches, uh, which, quite personally, many of those haven't taught the gospel in decades, so maybe that's a good thing. Maybe those people are finding truth somewhere else. But I think it overlooks, at least in the state of Utah, where the evangelical Christian churches are really doing quite well. Now, I can say that from personal experience, since I'm a part of that movement, and I do speak in a lot of churches that are of the evangelical persuasion. Many of them are growing, and we're seeing a lot of positive things happening within the Christian denominations here in Utah. I know my church is doing quite well. We've grown substantially. When I first started going there, we were meeting in a front room. Now we have about 500 members. Eric, your church was also a church plant here not very many years ago, and it's grown considerably as well. We do see that. But I'm just wondering, how does Dr. Wilcox know this? 
And if he's only getting the numbers from a lot of the mainline churches, well, I don't know if that really is painting an accurate picture, though we will be the first to agree that Christianity, because of the secularization of our culture, is feeling a hit as well. We know that. But when he says that they're weathering the storm, what, better than most churches? Much better than most Christian churches? I'm not sure where he's getting those numbers. And of course, he doesn't say. He's just making a generalization here. But then he goes on to make a statement that I don't think is true at all. If you actually look at the numbers, there's not any more leaving now than have left at any generation in the history of the church. The numbers are not that different. I don't know why he had to say that, but that's misleading. We happen to know that the LDS Church is very well aware that they are, in fact, losing a lot of members. Why do you think Dr. Wilcox is giving this message in the first place? He's trying to encourage these young people he's addressing to stay there, or to use a phrase by Jeffrey R. Holland, a Mormon apostle, to stay in the boat. But there's been a lot of talks like this, talking about doubt, talking about leaving, talking about questioning the leadership. We've seen articles in the Ensign magazine. Now we're seeing them in the new Leahona magazine. Articles that talk about doubt and talk about people who have decided to maybe give up and go somewhere else. So this is something that we have not seen in years past. It's not that they've never mentioned some of the evangelicals trying to convince people to leave, but now we're seeing more and more talks and more and more articles dedicated to this subject. I think you're right on that. I think in the past 10 years, we have seen a lot of things happen in the LDS Church, including the Gospel Topics essays from 2013 through 2015. Why were those written in the first place? Well, because there were many people asking historical questions, and they were easily getting the information on the internet and going to their bishops, and they were not having the right answers. And so that was very embarrassing for the church. So they bring that in. And then after that, we have seen people leave so many times from historical reasons, and not just necessarily doctrinal, but the history has really hurt them a lot. And here, why would he even have a show of hands of how many know somebody who has left? And maybe if the indication is three out of the four on the stage actually were raising their hand, maybe it was 75%. I doubt 15, 20 years ago you would have asked that question and had that kind of response. I think you make a good point there, Eric. One of the reasons why I think that Dr. Wilcox is uh, stretching the truth is remember that article that came out on January 31st, 2012? Now, that would be 10 years before you have Wilcox making this statement that we just cited. We're talking about 10 years. Back on January 31st, 2012, remember the story? It came out by Reuters called Mormonism Besieged by the Modern Age, and it started off by saying a religious studies class late last year at Utah State University in Logan, Utah, was unusual for two reasons— the small group of students, faculty, and faithful there to hear Mormon elder Marlon Jensen were openly troubled about the future of their church, asking hard questions. In the next paragraph, a woman asked, Did the leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints know that members are leaving in droves? Jensen didn't hide it. He said, We are aware. 
He says, and I'm speaking of the 15 men that are above me in the hierarchy of the church. They really do know and they really care. Now, do you think that assessment was made merely because, as Wilcox is going to say, it's because this is done more publicly now. They do it on Twitter, they do it on Facebook, or on some person's website, in newspaper articles that are on the web. I don't think the 15 men Jensen was speaking of knew that based on things being done more publicly. No, they deal with statistics. This church has always dealt with numbers and statistics. Jensen drew an analogy. He said that there hasn't been anything like this, and he compared it to Kirtland, Ohio, back in 1837. Well, if you don't know Mormon history, that wouldn't mean a lot to you. But in 1837 was the failure of the Kirtland Bank, which Joseph Smith basically told his members this was something that was instituted by God. Well, the bank failed. People lost a lot of money. And a lot of people left over that because it tended to show them that Joseph Smith wasn't really led by God at all. He made a huge mistake, which caused a lot of pain and heartache for a lot of its members, especially in losing their livelihoods, for all we know. But many people were hurt drastically because of that Kirtland Bank. Tomorrow, we're going to continue looking at this talk that was given by Dr. Brad Wilcox on February 6, 2022. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism.